big sound in a small town Far away from the big city lights Making music every night Good music with all our friends Tell everybody, tell your mama and them We're going out and we're getting down A big sound in a small town 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 And welcome to Big Sound Small Town. I'm your host, Sandy Carlton. And this is a podcast about the lives and stories of the musicians, writers, artists, and their associates that have their roots in the small towns and communities across America. If you like what you hear, tell somebody. Enjoy. Everywhere, and it's ever present everywhere. 
Okay. Hey, Sandy. This is Seth Walker calling you from Asheville, North Carolina. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I'm glad to have you on the show. Um, so why while we're talking about you being in Asheville, how did you get mm-hmm. to Asheville? Well, I'm actually originally from North Carolina. I grew up outside of, I actually was born in Burlington, North Carolina, and then I grew up outside of Elon College in a little town called Altima Hall, Ossipee, North Carolina. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know if you remember. I know know where it is, but... but Not many people do. Tell them that again so they'll know. Uh, Yeah, Altima Hall, Ossipee, North Carolina. Way out in the sticks. Right right in the middle of the state, pretty much. Yeah. Um, I grew up out there and um, went down to college at East Carolina for a little bit, and then I... And then basically have, have left... I was in Florida for a brief stint, and then I was in Texas and Austin, Nashville, New Orleans, New York. But this is the first time I've been back to my home state since I was 18 years old, I guess. (laughs) Wow, that's cool. Well, now, how in a little town like that did you get exposure to music? Well, both of my... And particularly the style that you do, you know? Well, I mean, I grew up playing... um, classical music my mother and father are both uh, suzuki violin and cello teachers so oh. i grew up playing the cello so i mean our fingers were always on strings growing up um but you know there was some music i grew up in this kind of a very uh, a different uh, way of uh, i grew up in a commune like a, it was a quaker commune in this big log house we had it was two families living communally my family of four and uh, Jim and Susan Walton, kind of my, my other parents, my godparents, they had three kids. So it was nine of us living there together. So lots of different um, ways of looking at things, uh, lots of different influences. And music was a big part of that. Uh, Jim loved, ironically enough, that I ended up moving to Austin. He loved Texas country music. Oh, so, yeah. That's fine you know, stuff. Willie Nelson was some of the first music that I ever really felt as a kid I, I i remember it vividly um so those were some of the beginnings and it wasn't until i went to east carolina university where i discovered guitar really uh blues guitar specifically well, so at that and point, that's yeah that's it opened it up for me yeah. early on then you didn't really have an idea that you were going to be a musician i mean not really i mean i i, I didn't know i mean i i I played the cello. I liked it. It wasn't it it um uh, it wasn't taught with an iron fist or anything. Right. It wasn't it was but it was it was just something that we did. Um and I was pretty good at it. I wasn't like incredible at it. But when I discovered the uh, guitar in college, that was something that I just, that I found. Right. You right. know, something I you know, you know what I'm saying? It was a yeah, different thing than the cello. Oh, know? and let let me inject this as being a fiddler myself the suzuki Mm. method is wonderful (laughs) it is it is a wonderful i'm so thankful looking back now sandy like uh, um that training because that was it's it's a lot by ear you you learn by an ear training so when i'm playing blues music it's all by feel and that part of your ear you know so it's uh it definitely has come in handy (laughs) it really does i mean that's one of the things that uh the ear training itself is is the wonderful part of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when I went to college and these guys were playing Stevie Ray Vaughan and Eric Clapton and Hendrix in my dorm room, right? I just went, I went, I went, fuck, I deep ended into it. You oh, know, yeah. I, I just wouldn't go to class. Right. I, do I just understand. sat around and played the guitar all day. Yeah. At this point, was this electric, or were you trying to play this on an acoustic? Did you? Have- I was. I had just got. Uh, uh, I bought an electric little Stratocaster. Right. A little Mexican Stratocaster. I bought. Um, now, now I will back up one second, and and I will say that my father did have a guitar, and he played. He played folky kind right. of stuff. You know, yeah. he. So my thing, I had played a guitar, but. Barely, right. you know, right. it wasn't until that, that when I was in college and I started playing on the electric guitar. That's when I started bending strings. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. So did it take you long to find a pick somebody to play with? 
or not not too long, man. I had my, some of my first, uh, you know, my first really uh my first gigs were at east carolina i put a little band together with a couple buddies and we were just you know right really just butchering <laughs> stevie ray vaughn songs sure, uh that's yeah, part of the pretty, college life is it pretty not? bad <laughs> <laughs> pretty bad there's actually quite there's a few tales in my book about about some some of those gigs yeah, <laughs> yeah we're going to talk about that book before we ask that best title of a book i've seen and I don't know <laughs> when. so yeah we'll get to that so um so so okay you're going to college do you i mean i guess then you decide hey this is what i'm going to do um well i it's funny man like i i was never a decision it wasn't i just went i i i really it wasn't like one day i was like i think i'm gonna be a musician (laughs) you know i just was i was just uh like a possessed, I guess. And I, I did know that, um, well, quickly I, I, I dropped out of college. Um, I lasted a couple years of actually studying art, um, and design and stuff like that. But I, I knew that, that this life was, it was calling me. And, and I, I, I wanted to move to a place outside of North Carolina. And the only place I knew to go was my was Jacksonville, Florida, where my uncle Landon Walker, my dad's brother, he's a jazz bassist. Yeah, um, that's cool. Yeah, he's a jazz yeah. bassist, and he had a radio show um, called the After Hours Cafe, and he would send me, and it was a blue show. He would send me tapes of all these, of um, all the 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 masters, you know. Right. And so I knew that he was hip to all that shit, and I said, well. I'm going to go down there and just kind of dip my toe in there. And that's when I started playing around with some, there was like a Grateful Dead cover band. There was some right. reggae bands I was playing with. Um, and then I guess to get back to your question, uh, that's when I maybe had more of a revelation that I needed to go to an actual music city and right. submerge myself and and i went i went to austin that's a good one i mean that if you yeah. want to pick one particularly at that time what what time frame that was, was that 95 yeah. that was 1995 that was the you know kind of kind of one of the last chapters really of old of the old austin yeah and that um, and that's a good changed. yeah that's a good time there i mean it was still yeah. affordable uh still yeah it was a college it was a college town yeah. really and and still and 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 there was a, a man. What a it was a great community of of blues musicians that just took me under their wing and just showed me how to damn swing. I That's mean, cool, was, man. That's yeah, really cool. it was very cool. Yeah. So so it was an open community. I mean, you you know you were able oh, to yeah. fit in real quick quickly. Yeah, I mean it took it took me it took me a while to get to get it together. I mean, I, I, uh, not that I have it together now, but in those days I was definitely floundering around and just, and just, you know, cutting my teeth and, and I would get, I would get my head chopped off. I would, I would, uh, all that stuff. Um, but the thing about it, man, that was, what, what was so, what was so like, uh, it was so, it was so communal like kind of the way I grew up. I mean, we all stuck together. Right. And, uh, we, we, man, we learn from each other. We, yeah. we, um, yeah. So that was nine. So I moved there in 95. I started going to little blues jams and stuff. And, uh, it wasn't until 1997 where I got it together to put my first kind of little jump blues band together. And I, and I made my first record. Ah, Okay. Yeah. Now, now, how'd that come about exactly? Well, I, for some reason, um, when I listened to those tapes that my uncle gave me, I was really taken by, I loved all of it, but I was really taken by T-Bone Walker yeah, stuff he would send me and, uh, and um, Gabe Mouth Brown and right. all this kind of, I love this swing and blues stuff, and, and and in Texas, it's kind of it's that's part of the deal. Well, yeah. And so I was swing, just, yeah. I was just, yeah, I was just copying these guys, 
And next thing I knew, I was singing Louis Jordan tunes and stuff like that. And next thing I knew, I was getting all these swing dancers that were coming to see me play. That's really cool. And dancers. Yeah, are it right. was. Yeah, I don't know if you remember in the mid '90s when the neo swing sure craze kind of yeah. came back. And so, man, next thing I knew, I actually had gigs, and I was able. Um, to start making a little yeah. bit of money, right. and um, and I and I hooked up with a guy named Frosty Smith. He was a drummer, played with me for for a year. This guy was way above my league. He was a monster drummer. Um, he played with a guy named Lee Michaels back in the day, a, a rock organ player. Oh, and yeah. uh, oh, he's had this guy was a this guy's a legend. And I just happened to have gigs, and he started playing with me, and he uh, arranged. A recording session for me at Pernal Studios, which is Willie Nelson's right. place out in Spicewood Springs, and that was—he really paved the way for me to do my first album. Now, did you have your own songs at that point? I did. <laughs> I mean, oh. I, I did. I did. I, um, I claimed them as mine, right. but you know, I, <laughs> they were just—they were just, you know blues songs right. that i just you know wrote some lyrics sure to. i mean that's kind yeah. of the way it works a little bit yeah know? i mean yeah so did so yeah had you started writing before that point i mean had writing been a part of it or just playing before that yeah i i had written a little bit when i lived in jacksonville florida i had i had put together a little band and we you know i was trying to to write some songs here and there i was just i was just messing with it and and i Man, it wasn't until much later where I really started to pay attention, right. honestly, to the lyric. Oh, yeah, I do know. Because you get yeah. so absorbed into learning the music that you really, yeah. the, the words are kind of non-existent in a lot yeah, of ways. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even, th I didn't even, I didn't think about it, you know. I, I was so eaten up with the blues sure. guitar stuff and swinging and all that stuff. And so it wasn't until a guy named Mark Hayes, a drummer a drummer that I worked with back in nineteen ninety nine, he he was the first guy to set me down and he said, Now look, boy, he's like, You're gonna have to pay attention to what you're saying. And he started giving me Guy Clark records and uh John Hyatt albums and <laughs> Nick Lowe albums and Okay. Paul Simon and things like that. If so that's gonna, when I started to pay attention. Yeah. If you're going to write, those are guys, good good guys to uh, now I'll tell you what, from. titans. Oh, they are, without a doubt. Yeah. Well, really, yeah. one of the cool things is the swing part. You still have that swing uh, thing going, you know? That's what kind of separates Yeah, it's in you. there. It's in there. It's in there. I, I, you know, I don't play swing music no. per se anymore but i always going to be swinging around yeah. the beat yeah you, know? you are swinging around the beat i mean I, I think that's one of the things that attracted me to your music is that it is a different blues than what you hear every day it 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 does swing i mean i'm kind of a i'm a i've been forever uh not that i ever played any of it but i'm a big fan of big bands you know and swinging mm -hmm. was the oh, whole God. thing with that i mean you know it's the swing part of it Oh God, yeah. And man. Texas it's... is full of country swing bands, you know. So Bob Wills. Oh yeah. Still the king. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So so did that did that record get you some attention at that point? Uh, a little bit. Just just locally. Right. You know. I was just playing gigs around Texas. I started my first little, you know, trips to Houston, right. trips to Dallas, and then you know, I slowly, slowly started to to creep out, um, and then, and then around two thousand and two, I put out an album called Restless, and it was mm -hmm. a um, an acoustic, more of an acoustic album. I was, I was, I was really kind of, I don't know, I I was kind of bucking from swing blues. I was like. Right. That ain't gonna define me. Let me do this, and right. I went way over here, and I was doing this other thing and writing folk, little folky blues songs and and things of that nature. And it really wasn't. I didn't really get out of Texas touring until around two thousand and seven. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. 
I did a few things, but nothing, yeah, nothing, right. on nothing, a grand nothing scale. major. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but I mean, that's a, that's how you start it, you know, a little bit at a time. Yeah, little, 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 little baby steps. In Texas, the thing about Texas <laughs> is that it's so damn big, you can just, you, can. you really, you can make a living right there and never leave the state. You can, because actually, you talk about a vibrant music scene. Texas is everywhere yeah. has places to play. Uh, everywhere. I mean, you. I, I couldn't get away. I, could, I, I would like to go to the grocery store and just get groceries without listening to somebody express themselves. Oh, yeah. They, yeah. I mean, that's the truth. They have music everywhere. I mean, that's funny. That's one of the funniest things I've heard anybody say. Uh, but, but, but there's a truth to that. I mean, you know, it's like, it's like damn, I just want to get some bacon, <laughs> y'all. And here, and here I am stuck listening for an hour, you know. I, I fell off here, you know. It's like, oh, I man. know, I know. That's crazy. It's a part of it's a part of their. It's a, it's, it's it's awesome. It's, it's wonderful. Awesome. Yeah, it, it, it is, is. It is the best thing up about Texas, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah. So, but at some point you left Texas. Yeah, it was around um, two thousand and eight, two thousand nine. I don't know, man. I just. I mean, I, obviously, I'm I've moved around a lot, so I got a there's a restlessness to me, um, and um, I felt like I was just rambling, man. Yeah, I understand. I don't know, it's a velvet like we call it the velvet rut, right? Sometimes, yeah. you know, and yeah, the the bubble, and I was like, you know what? I, I well, I tell you actually, what was was a probably one of the the main kind of catalyst for me to move was um, I met a guy named Gary Nicholson. <laughs> Yeah, who's a great writer from Nashville. He's he from is. Texas. He's he from is. Dallas, but he, you know, I'm sure you know him. But I sounds do. like um, Delbert. Yeah, monster, monster, monster writer and he player, is a monster singer. writer, player, singer. And I, I just, I got hooked up with him through a mutual friend and radio promoter named Al Moss, and he set up a for us to meet and. And uh, this was before I actually decided to move. And we wrote a few songs together, and uh, he ended up producing an album of mine. But he, I was like, well, man, I just want to go to Nashville. There's so it's just so deep yes, and rich yeah. with with musicians and writers. And so I said, I'm just gonna sling myself up in there, and that's good. That's what happened. No, it was a good time too at that time to make the move from Austin. Yeah, I was ready. It was two thousand and it was changing too during that time too. I mean, yeah, two thousand and eight I think is when I or two thousand nine is when I moved there. Yeah. And I just you know, and I was really um, it was a time in my life where I was I was really open and I was trying to meet people and learn and and write with all write with a bunch of different people and I learned a lot about who I wasn't more than who I was. Oh yeah. During those times. I do understand yeah. how that works too. Yeah. Spend time there learning that same lesson. Oh yeah. man, I got I got caught up in the gears of that shit and I, yeah. I was like you know, yeah, sometimes I, I, I found my yeah, I found myself just I don't know, I found myself Wondering. writing writing things i didn't believe and right. and uh was caught up in the in the machinery of it all just a little bit i mean I, i'm smart enough know, to know were, not to get you were there. too bad but. your moves have been pretty good pretty timely too because you were there when Nash, nashville's different now too yeah i know so I know. I mean, truly so, so you've gotten yourself in uh two good places uh while they were still good too which is really cool yeah, it was it was it was great, man. I, I learned I learned a whole lot. I, I met so many so many great musicians. I mean, the whole connection with Delbert and yeah. uh, I wouldn't have I wouldn't have gotten in if I didn't move there. And you know, right. he, he, he and his, you know, run around with those guys have, have well, definitely you know, helped my fan base all all over the I'm country. I'm sure it has. Plus, yeah. Delbert has turned out his whole thing being different than Nashville, different than Texas, although he has that connection. He, he, you know, he's thrived within that, doing something that is not really conducive to either place. Man, he does it his own damn way. He does. He he really does. That guy is a, he is such a character, man. God, yeah. I see. Are you getting ready to go on a cruise with him? (laughs) Yeah, I think they're rescheduling it for 20, I guess 2022. Yeah, sometime this year then. 
Yeah. Cool. Beginning it next year. Yeah. Next year. Yeah. Fingers crossed. That'll be good. Yeah. I guess this stuff has impacted you like it has everyone else. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I haven't, I haven't had maybe shoot. I can't count, count the gigs. Yeah. I can can barely count them on one hand. You know, really, you know, as far as live gigs, I've done a lot of virtual concerts and things through the year, through this past year. But yes, it's definitely, turn me upside down yeah I, mean, sure. I hadn't had a real job in over a years really mm-hmm. so yeah shook me loose yeah <laughs> yeah so what happens in nashville you, you decide it's time there too at some point right yeah i was there for about three years and um yeah i don't know i just <laughs> I, I just i felt I, I felt it again so i um i moved to new orleans at that time i i'd always loved New Orleans music, sure. obviously, because it swings too. Yeah, it really got swings. The push yeah. and pull and right. all the stuff, and um, and um, uh, I had a cousin that lived down there, and she offered I could just come down there and just kind of yeah, bunk down there and just check it out for a little bit, and just no rent. I mean, no uh, no lease, no right. just just hang out and see what it was like, and I ended up. Um, really liked it i mean i was there for six years and uh it it was a different season in my life in the in that i i wasn't um i didn't really like i didn't like go out to be in the new orleans music community like i did in uh austin and nashville it was a little bit more of a i was it was a little bit more an inward introspective contemplative time for me, but I loved the spirit of the city. I right. love the, the syncopation of it's just of its nature, you oh, know? Yeah, I do. Oh, trust so, me. I do. It, it was a big influence on me. I'm glad, I'm, I'm glad I went. You can hear it in your music. I mean, you can hear, you can hear the new Orleans stuff in your music too. Well, it's also connect. It's see, that's the, I mean, all that, man, it's like the Caribbean music, the blues, the jazz. I agree. The soul, you know, the folk, it's all there. And that's it's all yeah, there. It is. It really is. I mean, that's a little tougher community to crack than, say, Nashville or Austin, but still, it's, it's, it's great music city. It's a great, it's a great, it's a great little scene there. Yeah. I mean, I, it's not as much of a songwriter's right. uh, thing. It's, it's like either you, it's either you they play it funky or you play it swinging. You yeah. you know those that's what people want to hear. There they want yeah, to they you know so songwriting, you know is not you it's, know yeah it's more music oriented more yeah it doesn't they don't listen to the lyric quite quite as much. There's one place down there called Chicky Wawa. Yeah, I know right. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And they and he and Dale's catered to to some uh, to songwriting stuff so. But yeah, man, it was it, it was it was cool, and I'm I'm, I'm really, you know, I, I still go back and um, I do recording sessions every night. I actually did a pretty cool session there with Johnny Badakovich. Oh yeah, God. and uh, John Medeski one time down there. Um, That's cool stuff. Yeah, yeah, cool guys. Oh God, you know, fine players too. Before I forget it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, that's just monsters. Uh, yeah, and and you've actually, you know, when you hang with monsters, you kind of become a monster. It kind of seems like that's what's happening with you a bit. Yeah. Man, I'm just I'm just trying to just uh, you know get out of the way of it and let it come through me. I hear <laughs> that's what you do. You know, yeah. So, so then. You must. Have, you went somewhere else too. Did you go to New York? I went to New York for a brief stint, a very expensive year. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was dating a dating a, a girl who lived up there, and we um, we gave that a shot for a while. And um, she had spent her whole, pretty much her whole adult life there. Right. And that was that was that was exciting. I do <laughs> I do remember, man. Like, oh, watch this. Watch this. Watch me, motherfuckers. I'm going to New York City, and you can eat my dust. And then a year, not even six months later, I was my tail was tough. 
Yeah. And I was like, man, I can't do it. My, uh, I'm just too, I'm country as a brown egg. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't, I couldn't, I just, my, my, my nerves just couldn't handle it. Well, you know, it, very it, exciting place to be, but always um, very exciting. But there again, uh, you know, those Southern roots, <laughs> they, they don't, take hold, they don't take hold in places like New York as well. I mean, no, they don't. But man, I met so many people from, I mean, just such a diverse group of oh, people it is. all over the world. Mm -hmm. And I really, I really loved, you know, there's a great, just kind of, to it. yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's a, there's a heart, there's a harmony to it somehow. And all of it's, um, neuroses and it's like it's uh it's it's tangled web somehow it it's like it, it's like a club yeah it kind of is these people it's like a you know and, and i don't know how the thing doesn't just gridlock mm -hmm. uh literally and figuratively speaking right. it's so many people they right. want in such a small amount of space oh, i agree they dance around it somehow together. They do. They do. Yeah. And there's a lot of music there, too. I mean, there's a lot of oh, music yeah. there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I got to see a lot. Of, I mean, jazz music is uh, a big influence on me, obviously. So, you know, I got to I got to go into to the Vanguard or to man. the Blue Note and see who at John Schofield or McCoy Tyner or, Schofield. you know, all these probably yeah. one of my favorite you know lou uh, donaldson i saw lou donaldson there i mean it was yeah the big city yeah i mean well you know it's uh it is the big city and you do get to see guys there that you don't get to see yeah. any other yeah. place i mean yeah. you know you're not going to see those guys in nashville much no not 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 much but nashville called me again and and uh uh, my girlfriend was ready for uh, to get out of the city. She's been there a long time, so we we gave we gave Nashville a try, and we were there for about two or three years, and then and then it just it didn't you know I wanted to give it a second chance, and COVID came and just yeah. turned the whole thing upside down, all of us, and right. uh, and it kind of kicked me out to yeah. um, to Asheville, and I'm, I'm I love it here. It's the 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 pace is nice and easy, and uh, I got a soft place to land here. It's a good music scene yeah. there too. I mean, yeah, yeah, I know. It's a good um, music scene there too. A lot of different yeah. music there too, which is uh, yeah. for such a small city, it does have a lot. Of so music. you're in Shelby. I you're am. In Shelby? Which is the best small music community I believe in America. The musicians here are fabulous. Uh, the you know <laughs> I have the I have the funny funniest story about Shelby. Tell it, man! I love it. It was the funniest shit, man. Uh, this this guy was in my very first band. Yeah, uh, his name was Wayne Massey, and he's from Shelby, North uh, Carolina. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, he is. You know Wayne? Yeah, yeah I do. You do? Yeah. Oh my god, I love this dude. He was in my very first band. His band called Soul Food at East Carolina. Yeah, yeah, he played drums. And and we we had moved to I had convinced him at some point to move to Jacksonville, Florida. And we were down there in Jacksonville, we were messing around and we just we couldn't do we couldn't get anything going, right? Right. And I said he's like, Well let's go back to Shelby. And I know a guy that plays bass and he works at a sub sandwich shop. <laughs> I don't know the guy's name. And and uh, I was like, well, shit, okay, let's do it. So we packed up the van, <laughs> drove all the way from Jacksonville Beach all the way to Shelby, went right to this substation, and and I said, okay, let's have a rehearsal tonight, as soon as you get off work. Like, like we're going like, you know, to get it going in Shelby. And um, we had this rehearsal, and, man, it was just so lame. And I remember <laughs> I was thinking, I was like, this shit ain't going to work out, man. And I got back in my van. The same night, and drove Drum. all the way back to Jacksonville <laughs> Beach, and slept on and slept on the beach that night because I had nowhere to go. <laughs> that was my like thirty six hours in Shelby, North Carolina. <laughs> that <is> a, <laughs> that's a great story. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> if you see Wayne, tell him I said. Well, I, I haven't seen him in a while. I have no idea where he is these days. But yeah, he's a good uh, dude. 
Uh, yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> that's funny. That's just that's just. That was a long time ago. That was probably that was like nineteen ninety five. Yeah, it yeah. sounds about right. Yeah. Nineteen ninety four, probably actually. Oh wow. Yeah, I, I don't know. I have no idea where he's at. I haven't seen him in a long time, but yeah. Uh, yeah, he's my first drummer. That's cool though. Yeah. That's that's see that's a great connection there. There you go. Oh so, yeah. So. Thirty-six hours in Shelby. <laughs> sounds like a song or a it book. It does, or don't it? And and sometimes um, <laughs> that's about that's about the right amount of time to spend here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love Shelby though. I've got I, I I used to cruise through there. Yeah, I mean he's yeah. got some cool stuff, you know. Yeah. Old Scruggs, Don Gibson's from here. Patty Loveless, you know. There's a lot of people from here. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Cool. Oh yeah, but um, it's um. Yeah, it, it there's a lot of musicians here. It makes it it makes it easy to play. It's a pretty good community. It's it's uh, a lot of it has a if you would minimize um, uh, Austin, it would be a tiny Austin, I guess, or some of the pockets mm-hmm. in, in Austin. It's pretty cool music scene. These, I'd love to come down days. and play sometime. I tell you what, I'll um, when they ever get back to playing, I'll hook you up. Okay. We'll stay in touch and I'll I'll hook okay. you up. We'll uh sounds good. Um so let's get to the book. Okay. Let's talk about I mean, did is this something that uh you had been thinking about for a while? I I really I really hadn't. Um I you know, through the years I would write little I would write little you know, essays from the road, right. or little journal entries, and I would, you know, I would mess around with with poems every now and then. I guess it's, it's, you know, it's obviously somewhat related to writing, songwriting. But uh, it wasn't until the whole world stopped and I was, you know, you staring out, staring, yeah, staring out my window. Time um, on your hands, watching the squirrels yeah. and. Um, I just started. I just started in on it. I, I was not planning to write a book. Um, just started writing little essay, little short stories, and just, just. I was just thinking back, honestly, man, on a lot of the things that we have just been talking about, and all the different people I've met, and the different cities I've lived, and the different right. all these you know experiences and char- zany characters I've met. So I just started writing them, writing it down, and. Um, it just so happened that my next door neighbor, uh, is a great poet and writer herself. She wrote a story about me in the East Nashvilleian. Oh, really? And, uh, yeah, we became, we became friends and obviously with COVID we were right there, Right. you know, we was right across the street from one another. So I started showing her a few of my pieces and she was like, man, Seth, I, I think you might. I think you might have something here, man. And so she she became my editor, and she was very instrumental in, in encouraging me, and uh, you know, just right. just um, she really gave me the confidence and to, to to go ahead and dive all the way in. And then so six months later, uh, I came up for air, and and I had a book. Pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, it was really fun. Very cathartic to write. I, I'm sure. I learned. I learned so much about, um, you know, not only the art and craft of writing, but I, I, I it cracked me open so much. I, I learned more about myself and the process than anything. Well, yeah, I mean, you might even get a song out of out of a book. You know? <laughs> and, uh, yeah, you know that is a really cool thing. Then. Um, so how is that? Good? Go ahead, tell them about the book. To give them the name. <laughs> well, it's called it's called Your Van Is on Fire, <laughs> and it is ironically enough the the title of the title piece essay is is about the very first gig I ever did in East Carolina with Wayne Massey <laughs> <laughs> um, at a house concert, and it was about a trip I took. I broke some guitar string, broke my guitar string, and had to go get a replacement and this story is about that that journey in a in a van oh, and uh, that's cool fire sure involved um but uh so the book 
the book is a, is kind of a hybrid. It's uh it's it's a memoir. I mean, I call it a memoir. The miscellaneous meanderings of a musician is the subtitle. Um, but it's it's short essays, most of them, a um, couple pages at the most, maybe three pages on one. And then it has poetry, and it also has some of my artwork cool. in there. And it covers it covers. Um, my upbringing uh, out in Altamaha, Ossipee, North Carolina. It covers um, it covers uh, a lot of my ma- the people that I learned from, masters, T Bone Walker, Alan, opening up for Alan Toussaint, yeah. um, Doctor John, um, and then it and then it um, Willie Nelson, and then it and then it shifts over to a little bit more of a introspective. Um, a little darker, some darker right. stuff about some trips I took to Havana, Cuba, and <laughs> stuff like that. Now, where can where can the listeners that. get this at? Uh, you can get it on my website, SethWalker.com, okay. and of course, you can get it on Amazon if you want to give Jeff Jeff Bezos yeah, some all money. of my money. Yeah, 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 I do. Yeah, but yeah, website's the best place. Yeah, to it's get the it best place. Yeah. yeah, go ahead and promote yeah. that while you got it there. I guess you can get all your everything there these days right yeah everything's there all of my albums i have seven or eight albums that are available there but lps you know and then and uh, that's all sethwalker.com and as, of course the book is there too right and yeah. merchandise don't forget it folks because yep. that's uh lifeblood too of of and certainly is you know that's uh artists aren't working and uh, listeners, you guys need to be listening. You buy merchandise; it helps keep them afloat. Yeah, uh, appreciate it. So, well, we've all been through it, and yeah. So, so what do you see? What's coming up in you know twenty twenty one? What you got going on? Uh, well, it's just slow. It's a slow rollout. I've got a, just a few little things here and there. Um, I'm going to be going to Atlanta to do a thing coming up, an outdoor concert. I'm doing some outdoor shows with the Mavericks coming up yeah. in Kansas City in May. and But it's still, I mean, it's, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's, are you, are you writing near it. Are you writing new material or is that like everyone else that I talk to and like myself? It's, uh, I haven't written as near as much as I thought I would during this time. I have been working on a new album. Oh, that's um, cool. Yeah, I, I have been. It, it's it's almost tracked now. Uh, it, I kind of worked in somewhat. Uh, it's you know during this during the time I was writing the book, I was writing some some songs okay. as well. But, um, but yeah, it's it is strange. I must say, as we as we kind of creep back into this what it's what it's going to feel like um you know I, yeah i mean i played a gig at city winery last week in nashville and it was just it was great to play and everything but it feels a little strange it does i, it does. I, I, I gotta I mean, say you take I think a, for the patrons as well you know? you know you take a year off and and you think it's no big deal but it does have a different feel i agree it, yeah i just it, did some studio work this monday and and even that felt weird yeah. You know, so, <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, wow. I mean I I know and I'm a different person, you know. You We're all wonder, different as as we've gone through this and Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I there's mean, a part of you that you know, I I kinda like being here all the time, you know. I, I mean I mean the title of my book says it all. It's like <laughs> Yeah. You know, my van has been on fire for twenty years or fifteen years of, of yeah non stop touring uh, you know uh, yeah. hamster wheel flaming hamster wheel right and um i de- i will say this i will say this man i am i'm going to uh try to be a little bit more intelligent about the choices that i make and you know maybe saying no yeah ever, oh yeah i do occasion. understand yes you know the big no and you know and ration my ration my energy and uh focus it yeah i mean i and that's good as as we age that does you know that might be a part of it too you know mm-hmm. 
So, so you're liking Nashville well enough. I like it. I like it. You know, my, my family's here. Um, my dad just moved here and, and, uh, as well. And my mom's here and my sister's here. And so we're, we're able to jam a little bit and play, uh, yeah, it's, you know, this is the first time I've lived in the same city with them since I went to college. Wow. So I'm kind of catching up for some lost time. You know, I miss so many things. I'm kind of know, the same way too. My, you know, my so, life. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, it, it does. It's, um, it, sometimes it looks more glamorous than it is in real life. <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, uh, people don't realize that it's a traveling second shift job basically. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, it's uh, it's it's definitely it's definitely taxing. So I'm I'm enjoying I'm enjoying the downtime. I'm I'm reading a lot and uh, and working on my new album and spending some time with my family and just just resting my bones. I I know it's I know that things are gonna. Yeah. <laughs> the next thing you know, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be back hustling. So uh, I'm sure you will be. You know, enjoy, it's enjoy one of those things. Yeah, I mean, and it, it it's strange and. I see it slowly picking back up. So, um, yeah. you know, well, man, I appreciate you taking the time to, to do this. Um, big, oh, man, Sam, thank you for having me. Big fan. Pleasure talking you know, to you. Um, it's been, uh, next time you come down to WNCW, maybe I, maybe just let me know. I'll come up and we'll, we'll meet up. Okay. That sounds, that sounds great. You're not too far from Spindell. No, no. Yeah, I like those guys up there. WNCW, oh yeah, they've been, all huge, of them huge. they've been they've been great supporters of mine through the years, Martin yeah. and everyone there. Yeah. I agree. They're they're great yeah. people, and with radio, uh, we're lucky to live in an area that has a radio station like that. Absolutely, because it's Absolutely. hard to get airplay of any type these days. Yeah, Seth, this Indeed. has been a pleasure, buddy. I appreciate you taking the time. You too, Sandy. We'll see you down at Shelby sometime. Sounds good. All, all right. right, buddy. See you. Take care. All right, bye. See you. Bye bye. It'll seem like an old friend Then leave you like an old fan in the cold Well, I've done the hurting There were times I've been untrue And I've had my share of being played a fool Baby, I understand plan the way you wish they would when that cold wind starts to blow no you never got to be Take all of your shame Take everything you ever done Even hate Try a little forgiveness And you might see yourself in a brand new life And that cold starts